Welcome to the Rise and Silence podcast. I'm here as your host, Taylon Litzy, um, with my boy Ryan Mead. Yes, um, super excited to have him on here. This is my brother, man. Like he, he already knows for life. We play football at the University of Illinois together. He's from Brooklyn, you know, East Coast. So we got the vibes. You know how it goes. Um, but I'm just super excited to be here, bro. Yes, super sir, excited bro. Thank you for having me, man. It's just Most it's definitely. a very uh, it's a beautiful thing, but it's also really surreal to kind of yeah. see everything, you know kind of come together like this and the culmination of it. So, yeah. huge blessing. Huge, Appreciate huge it, blessing. bro. Appreciate, Appreciate it. No, man. man, it's crazy. Um, Just like the, the guests don't know, but, you know, mm-hmm. like we were just saying, Bush Gardens talking about how we're trying to build things together. You know what I mean? So, uh, eventually, somehow we're going to loop you in. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean, man. I'm yeah, just, just let you finish your football career and then... No, that, we Most definitely going to make that happen. Hey, you know me, man. Yeah. To the, sure. to the end of the line, bro. End For of the sure. line. So, first question I got for you, bro, is just how did you get your start playing football? Um, It's actually kind of a funny story. So, um, I'm from Brooklyn, right? And uh, football is not really, like, the, the biggest thing there, right? But I have an older brother, right? And uh, my, I love, I love my, my older brother to death, man. He's a huge role model for me. He's been a role model my whole life. Um, but uh, he played baseball. Right. So like I would always go, my mom would always have to drag me to his games and he would have double headers and whatever. And I'll just, you know, be sitting and I'll be waiting. And I'm like, you know what, man, like I kind of want my own thing. Right. So then I tried baseball, like just like this kind of like the natural progression of it all. And I was like, all right, this is cool, but I think I want to hit someone like I I can't. You know what I mean? Like there was just like this disconnect where I was like, you know, I I think I kind of want to like. Why can't I run through you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, just with a lot of begging and stuff. Uh, and, uh, dude, I'm going to talk about my mom a lot, so I'm just warning you now. Dude, my mom's yeah. like my, my Hey, no, I love you, mom. I love yeah, you, mom. Hey, we love, we love you. We love yes. you. Yes, love you, mom. Uh, she was mad. She was geeked up when I told her about <laughs> this, too. So, uh, But, yeah, so I was, you know, I was begging my mom, and then she took me to uh, the parade grounds in uh, Brooklyn, and it was my first, you know, uh, my first practice with the Skyhawks, and then shoot, the the rest was uh, history. Yeah, man. That's crazy. What what position you started playing at? So I was really a running back. Okay. Which was crazy to think about, like knowing where I'm at now. Yeah. So I started off as a running back, and funny thing too. So you know, like my like 34, right? That's my number, for the viewers out there. Um, but so initially I was supposed to get number 25, but. Because I was a little bit bigger when I was a kid, I couldn't fit in the 25. I think the 25 was like a medium or something. I, yeah. I wasn't fitting on medium. So they were like, well, we got a 34 and a large. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. And then shoot, the 34 is just like, that's just yeah. who I am now. That's my life. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You yeah. want to explain why the number 34 is so important to you? Yeah. So, like, I'm big into numbers and, and, and things of that nature. Um and I just, so my name is uh, Ryan Paul Mead, and um, that's three names, and there's four letters in each name, so 34, three fours, four, four, four. So, I don't know, I just, that that aspect of things um, adds to seven. That's always been like a, a, I've always had a real strong connection with that. Mm-hmm. It's my first number playing football, and it just kind of like became really, honestly, like who I was, and like a big part of who I am. So, yeah. Yeah, 34. Yeah, no, and uh, it's crazy that, this happened to be episode seven. It wasn't and even it's planned out like seven, that. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. No, that's that's all God though. You yeah. Know what I mean? No, that's, for real. That's not for real. Me. Yeah, all right, so cool. how do you think growing up in Brooklyn kind of shapes you as a football player, but also who you are now today? Not, so, bro, I, I attribute so much of who I am to what, the way I grew up, mm-hmm. right? And, like, people think it's, like, oh, the big city, you know what I mean, and everything. But, like, dog, the experiences that I've had there, like, just from, you know, from struggling with my moms, you know what I'm saying, and, and my family and trying to, you know, just make ends meet from that aspect of things to now you fast forward it to just understanding how to communicate with people, right? And just Mm -hmm. like how uh, just different walks of life and different things like that you, you know, you kind of interact with as you just, you you know, you live there. It's it's remarkable, dude. It's remarkable. And I feel like definitely the reason why I am the way that I am and the reason why I see life the way I see it is because of uh, my upbringing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, it just like you know, it also makes you tough too. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you can't, you can't be soft coming where I'm from. You know what I mean? Like you can't, can't do that. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta have something to you. But that's something too. I feel like kind of transcends into your mentality and lifestyle and everything. So like definitely, I attribute a lot of that from, you know, my upbringing and also just kind of the environment that I grew up in. Yeah. yeah. Not day one when I met you, you was just. The vibes was there, bro. Like you were always somebody that, like, mentally, I we were on, we were kind of on that same level of like realizing you've been through something before I even talked to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was kind of you just felt the energy of like somebody that's determined. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get what I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, obviously I know like you walked on at the University of Illinois yeah, with man. me. You know, so you came what two years after I did? I think. Yeah, yeah, two, two years, years after two I did. Years, um, bro, so old, right? Old it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I still remember the first conversation we had. We were talking about you. You were introduced yourself, and you said you were from Brooklyn. And I told you my auntie was a teacher in Dude, Brooklyn. So I asked you about yeah, yeah, yeah. with school. Um, then found out you were wa- you were walking on. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that journey like for you? Let's first talk about high school football. Okay. Get into you know coming from Brooklyn. That's an area that's more basketball focused. Mm-hmm. You really don't got a lot of football players that come from there. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that part of it first, and then let's talk about the transition and now you went you got to college and you For walked sure. on what, what that process was like so i mean look I, and you know i'm 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 not one to fabricate things or lie or whatever the case was i was never the best never was i was never the fastest i was never the strongest you know what i'm saying sometimes i was the smartest right i can I'll take that but like you know I, I definitely wasn't the best in any kind of way or facility right but one thing that like got me to where i was was just my work ethic right mm-hmm. My thing was this, I'm like, I'm thinking like this, I'm looking at this dude, and this dude is, um, you know, like, so in high school, I, I uh, you know, my, my senior year of high school, um, this is kind of where I became, like, really, I stepped into who I was, you know, I've always been kind of like a late bloomer, but I had a, a kid um, by the name of Deesa Isaac, shout out Deese, uh, goes to Penn State, plays uh, defensive end, and shout out Lammy, um, who was a, he was a four-star running back for us, too, um, and shout out Lammy for show. Um but, you know, being around those guys, right, so it's like they got the stars, right, they got the offers, they got everything, right? Adisa had, like, every offer I can fucking, you, you can freaking imagine, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, one thing I just would, like, say to myself is, like, okay, he's this, right, he's 6'5", whatever the case is, right, but I think I can outwork him. And so that kind of drove me to become, like, what I became because it was just, like, dude, I was just refusing to lose in that sense. Because everybody gets everybody gets to a limit, right? Everyone gets to a point where they're like, yo, I can't go anymore. And it's like, I 
train myself to, over time to become comfortable at that point and being like, yo, I'm good here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good here. I can survive. I'm going to live in this point so I can thrive in this point so that when I get, when I take somebody to this point, they can't, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. can't go anymore. They and don't it's, tap. it's, uh, you know, Khabib said it and he was like, um, he was like saying something. He was like, I'm going to take him, I'm going to take him to the deep ocean and I'm going to drown him. You know what I mean? And that kind of mentality of like, yo, I don't care what the circumstances, I don't care which, you know, how athletic you are, how, man, I'm going to take you to the deep ocean with me and we're going to see if you can, you know what I'm saying? Because I was, I was born in that deep ocean. I was, I lived in that deep ocean. I thrived in that deep ocean. So we're going to see if you can swim. And that kind of ideology really propelled me. Um, and then another thing too is um, I was always on top of my academics, right? And shout mm-hmm. out my mom again. Can't shout her off, you know, enough, but she was just like, you know, make sure your books are correct. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, you know, just going an extra tutoring, building relationships, you know, networking, whatever the case is, right? But like being the best student that I could possibly be mm-hmm. um, because I knew that I was going to have to rely on that in some way, shape, or form. So like I would just, I would make sure that I was always on the honor roll, make sure that I was always in the best situation in the classroom because I knew if the classroom took care of itself, shoot, everything else would just take care of itself on the side. And then turns out into transitioning to my walk-on journey, that's what got me admitted to the school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's my academics. And they were like, oh, shoot, he can, you know, he can stand academically. And then, you know, yeah. So I hope I answered that question. Kind of. Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. Good. Now let's dive into when you got here. What, first off, what were your expectations when you came as a walk-on? Did you have any, like, all right, this is what my journey is going to be like? Did you know anybody else that was a walk-on that kind of gave you some tips? Or what was that like? Dog, okay. I, I'll be honest with you. Um... Yeah, I had no idea what the heck I was walking into. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, I came August 1st, and so, like, that's, like, the biggest no-no in the world. Dude, you come the day of camp, like, mm-hmm. dude, you're out of your mind. And, like, I didn't know that. I'm, you know, I'm a kid from Brooklyn, so, like, I'm back home. I'm, like, I don't really have access to a gym like that, so I'm running my butt off, you know what I'm saying, in the park, running miles, running sprints, whatever. Nothing I could have done at home could have prepared <laughs> me for what I was walking into day one of camp. So my hey, hold on, hold on. I got to pause you right okay. there because people don't know, bruh. No. Football, college football camp is almost like military basic training. No, it's probably worse. It honestly is probably <laughs> worse than basic training. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It is the it's most, crazy. like, especially with, I'm not going to name names, but people yeah. that were here before. Yes. That was just the yeah. most extreme yeah. conditioning, mental conditioning that I've ever been through in my life. Yeah, it was, it's definitely, it breaks you down. Yeah. Dude. It makes, it tests to see if you really love this game or no, not. For, for sure. sure, bro, for sure. So, I walk in, I'll never forget it, dude, I walk, I, my, I kiss my mom on the cheek at JFK, right, I get on my, I get on a flight to Charlotte, because you can't fly directly into Champaign, so I get on a flight to Charlotte, and then from Charlotte, I fly to Champaign, right, I'm in a suit. I'm in a three-piece suit because I'm like, yo, it's a business trip. I'm finna go here. I'm finna show what I'm doing. What I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm show who I am. I'm from Brooklyn. Woo woo. I'm ready, dog. I got there, and it was. I'll tell you this. It was the first practice, like the very first. We don't even have pads on, gang. We don't have pads on. <laughs> and it was Josh and Meter Bebe. Shout out Josh Bebe. You remember Josh yeah. Bebe? We're in a punt drill, and I'm the look team. He's on punt. He's playing tackle, dog. I, I can when I tell you I can see this like in my I can see it clear. When I tell you this kid, so I'm thinking we don't got pads on. I got my helmet on, whatever. This kid strikes me, and I like when I tell you I was this close to falling. 
like that close to falling. Because so, he did everything 100 percent. Yeah. But not only that, he was just ripped out of his mind. Like he was a he's a physical specimen. Yeah. Like still to this day, he probably like I would put money. He could probably run a four or five still. Yeah, probably. But like without training, he sticks me, bro. Boom! And I I stumble back and I just look and I'm like, it was that at the end? <laughs> is that like a line? What is? That's a receiver. I say yeah. Okay. I said, okay, yeah. I'm in college football now. Yeah. All right. So that transition was really rough. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was, I was just doused in the fire. I was thrown right into the fire with it. But, um, yeah, bro, like, that's just, I mean, that's kind of like the, the the theme, the commonality of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, kind of diving straight first into it. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that experience for the world, dude. Because that just, like, back against the wall mentality. Like, yo, I got to make something out of nothing right here. And, yeah. You know, I, I I definitely feel like I uh, I definitely did that. So yeah, yeah. But it was, bro, no joke, no joke walking in on campus. Yeah, no, I believe it, bro. Because you know, obviously, you know, I've been through similar experiences. So I, yeah, you're in a different, you're yeah, in a whole different world, dude. It's something different, man. Especially walking on like nobody really prepares you for that. It's no way that anybody can prepare you for what you're about to go through. You know, and it's not like the mental taxing, like the the. Nobody t- likes to talk about the mental health part of it, oh you know goodness, what I mean? But no. there's a lot a lot of things you go through mentally. You know, there's moments where you're going to be depressed and, like, you have to realize that you're more – that's where I think it's really important for people to realize they're more than athletes. Can I know? can I touch on that real yeah, quick? Yeah, for sure. Dude, so, man, that was the biggest thing, too, and it's just like – like, you know, like, athletes out there, like, even just normal people, too, right? Like, in life, you're going to go through really hard stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the part of life, right? And sometimes your mental is not going to be there, bro. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with going and seeking help mm-hmm. and getting help and talking to people and trying to like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that is that is completely okay, and that's like you're human, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, especially in this prof- profession, you know, we forget that we're kind of human, right? Because we're gladiators on the field, warriors exactly. on the field, yeah. and we're putting our bodies on line. But like, dog, like, I've my freshman year and sophomore year, I was in some of the worst places in my life, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and like. I have a wonderful support system back home. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my, you know, my brother Nick, Nick Fody. Shout out my, you know, my boy Jalil, like my brother Jalil, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but there was just a lot of moments, bro, like that it's just, like my mental was deteriorating. And it's like, once that goes, everything else Everything else goes, You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it was, it was, a, um, it was really kind of sobering and it grew me up a lot because I was like, mm-hmm. wow, like I really need to actually you know, take care of my mental and make sure that I can, you know, be okay with everything that's going on aside from the physicality and of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just had to. I had yeah, to no, I'm for really, sure. Really and I remember when that. we was in Bush Gardens, you you were sharing with me a story where mm-hmm. you actually called your mom crying. Yeah, that was a lot. And yeah, she, she she's she's probably laughing right now at this part because it was a <laughs> lot. I was calling her a lot crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, bro, it's real because. Like, I remember those moments, you know what I mean, where you're going through, and it's like... It's like, jeez, bro. It's almost... It, you, you hit moments where it's not... You almost want to quit, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much in you that you're like, I gave so much to this that you're like, I can't quit. But then in your mind, it's like, but why am I still doing this? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, it almost feels like I'm getting nothing in return, mm-hmm. right? So, obviously, like, how did you keep pushing through that mentally? Like, that that thought process when those or those doubts when those doubts came how did you re- refocus your mind to keep pushing through those so i think with that is like you know it's very cliche but it's like finding your why mm-hmm. right and it's like i had to realize like you know, like 
I, I'm doing this because, like, <clears throat> the way, this is my opinion, right? This is the way that I view things. Like, you can do stuff for yourself, right? But at a point, you become content or you'll become okay. Like, you'll be like, you know what? I did it for me. I'm good, mm-hmm. right? But when you're doing something for someone else, that's where the real motivation comes from. Girl, I'm not doing this stuff for me. I'm not. I'm doing this for my mother. You feel what I'm saying? My mom poured gave me literally anything and everything that she could possibly like give when we were you know not we were we were broken going through it whatever the case was she poured into me so much and gave literally like i I could cry even just talking about it bro like she gave me everything Mm -hmm. right so it's like how the heck could i quit on you right now when you gave me everything every last drop that you had to make sure and put me in a position so i could be and live out my dream and be here Mm -hmm. you feel what i mean so it's like kind of like flipping perspective Right. And being like, yo, like, I understand that I'm going through something really hard right now, but this is like nothing compared to not only what my mom went through, what my family went through, but like what like the goal is. You feel what I'm saying? And, and the goal is to, is to change my to change my family's life, change my mom's life, put my mom in a house, make sure she I could retire. She don't got to work anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like being able to in those moments where you're you're tried the most. You know, and a lot of it has to do with God as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm I'm a, I'm a God fearing man, and I, you know, I'm a man of faith. But like, being able to zoom out and say, you know what, I understand everything that's going on to me right now, going on, like, and going, like, a, like happening to me, but zooming out and seeing the bigger picture. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I got to go through this right now to get to there. You know? Yeah. So just perspective and knowing your why and kind of being grounded in, you know, the why you're doing, you know, the things you're doing. For sure, you man. That's I mean? deep for real. That's yeah. deep for real because it's a. You gotta you gotta have that to keep pushing through. Otherwise, like you said, you know, eventually it's gonna run out and you're gonna hit that moment of like, all right, I can just turn back. I'm doing this for me, I can just turn back. But like you said, you're doing it for your mama. So mm-hmm. it's kinda I can't. Like can't I can't it. look you in the face and say, Hey mama, I know you you made all these sacrifices, <laughs> but it Dude, is what it is. You I know can't what I mean? tell you the amount of times that I wanted to just literally quit football, yeah. leave like from I'm talking about from Pop Warner to like now, bro. Like there's been multiple moments like where I was like, bro, like, I can't do this, bro. Like mm-hmm. I'm, this is too much. I'm too stressed out. I'm hurting too bad, whatever the case is. And it was like, I would always get to my mom and I would try to have a conversation with my mom. And I just couldn't, I couldn't look her in her face and say, yo, I quit. Mm-hmm. I could never fathom doing that because of just understanding the, the sacrifice of what she's done for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And not only just her, bro, my grandmother, like my Nana, like bro, she's the amount that she's done for me, my papa. Bro, like my aunt, my auntie, everybody, my whole family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the amount have they poured into me and protected me and helped me through this whole journey, bro. Like, I can never stop because of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No matter how down bad I am, no matter what the case is, like, back against the wall, I'm going to go because, yo, I got them. Mm-hmm. And if I were to fail miserably, i fall back on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, bro, it's just, it's blessings, blessings and blessings. But, yeah, bro, you got to you gotta know what, you, what you're fighting for, what you're going to fight for. Yeah. Most definitely. So, Good news, mm. all that work's paid off. All the work paid to off to the degree. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. You still, we still got some stuff you you trying to go accomplish. But, um, in the sense of you got put on scholarship, mm-hmm. and that was, man, that was an amazing moment. <laughs> but you know, and being your brother, man, like seeing that, like yeah. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome experience. But how did you feel in that moment, like when they called your name and, and said Ryan, me, you on scholarship? So I want to pull it back real quick. I remember when you got put on scholarship. And uh, it was, everyone kind of cleared out, and you're sitting there, you're crying. And I'm hugging you. I said, I told you, bro. I, fu- 
like I freaking told you because this was like I knew your moment was coming, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like just kind of like just feeling like dude, I remember I went I went back to the room and I'm crying like I got tears in my eyes. I'm yeah, bro, I'm getting them right now. Thinking yeah, back, like, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, take our pro scholarship, ma. Like this yeah. is great. Woo woo. And it was just like this like really selfless thing. You know what I mean? Like yo, I saw one of my brothers that you know grinded and worked and finally live out what he's been working for and dreaming for, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it got to me in my time, it was just like, it was like a, like just a, a relief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was just like, for a, for a one, like it was, and it was just a beat. Like it was just a, it was a quick, because it, you got to get right back to work just yeah. being a walk on. And especially too, it was, um, it happened within season two. So mm-hmm. um, I had to get, we're right back to game planning and whatever the case mm-hmm. was. But um, yeah, bro, it was just like this moment where it was just like, like, you, you're much further than you think. Like, look how far you've come. Right? Yeah. Like, smell the roses for a second. Like, wow, this is amazing. All glory to God. All power to God. God is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, boom, go. Like, right back to it. So it was the most amazing, most, like, like beautiful. I didn't even think it was real for a second. For You have those moments, too, where you're like, is this like it's, it's almost like an imposter syndrome? Like, yeah. am I really? Does this really me? Yeah. Is this really going on? You know what I mean? But, dude, it was like I can't even express the amount because it's just like the amount that you pour in, and then the amount that you get back is like night and day, dude. So Fact. it was just it was it was such an amazing moment, and I like shout out to all the walk-ons out there, man. Like, I I I pray that everyone gets to experience that one time in their life because dude, that was that's no joke, man. Yeah, no, no but it's amazing. It's amazing. And I got I got to share this story real quick. Mm. Cuz obviously my last game, just tell you like how much of a dog he is. Like <laughs> this is my brother. <laughs> so, we going to my last game January 2nd. And he's like, "Bro, I'm I'm hurting. Like I'm hurting. I'm like, "Hey, no matter what, I'm finishing this game now." So he like, "Hey, you know, we going to go out. We going to go to war. This is the last time we going to war together." My man goes out, <laughs> hits somebody, messes his shoulder up, gets up Smack somebody else with the other shoulder, then walks off the field. Can't play the rest of the game because he he messed up his shoulder on the first hit, and then he 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 on the field crying, looking at me like I'm sorry I can't finish the game. I'm like, bro, you good, <laughs> you good, dog. But I just, I had to share that because like people don't know like yeah. you know what I'm saying that's the kind of relationship we got uh, though. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Like when it comes to you, dog, I'm going I'm going yeah. to war. I'm like going to it war. was crazy to me. You I'm like, bro, you just you literally put it all on the line. You sit here crying, telling me like. Bro, I'm sorry, I can't play. I'm like, bro, you good? You was crying like a baby for real. I'm I'm gonna double down on that story because (laughs) this guy goes, "Don't worry, I got you." (laughs) Next, next punt, I just see Tay come. Bro, he just grabs this dude up, slams him. I said, "Man, no, that's crazy." I had to, bro. I'm like, yo, that's my that's my road dog, man. Yeah, for real, bro. Bro, that that was a that was a dope moment, man. Yeah, that made man. I can't. I'm saying, like, for the rest of our lives, we're going to remember that. Oh, for sure, you know man, for sure. I wish they had, a, like, one of them pictures from them games that like, we could take, frame, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that was, yeah, I yeah. wish we were, we were slacking on that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, in that department. A lot yeah. going on, but. Facts, facts. Yeah. No, nah, that's crazy, though, bro. Actually, we do. there's a picture. We, we got a couple, though. It's, it's, there's one. No, the one in Wisconsin. That one's That's fine. my favorite one. We yeah. were walking off the field talking. Yeah. Um, But. No, there is one. Um, so they call. I'm rap. I rap and roll the dude, right? So like I'm like in the process of doing it. So it looks like I'm on my back and everyone's on me, 
And then we just see Tay like this. <laughs> yeah, about to come in and punch him. Yeah. I'm like, where are you? Who are you hitting? Who are you punching? Sorry, I just had to say that. Again. That was that was such a crazy <laughs> nah, picture. Nah, facts. Yeah, I see that one. I see that one. That I definitely, crazy. matter of fact, I got it. I think I just posted it recently. On one of my, in one of the videos it's, I put out, I know it's yeah. in the facility, forever immortalized. You know where we have the bowl games? It's on there. Yeah, you gotta look Stop. at it. Stop! I kid you not, dude. I gotta go it's, there. It's freaking funny. Yeah, it's just me on the there. floor, and then you ready to like to Mike Tyson somebody? I'm like, what's going on, dude? I'm like, all right. No, nah, that's crazy, Get bro. Pull out. Yeah, you gotta try. That's you know what I'm saying. But no, nah, man. Like, I want to transition. Just talk a little bit more about your personal, personal okay. life. Obviously. Um, one of the things that really intrigued me about you, I didn't, I didn't find this out about mm-hmm. until two years ago when yeah. uh, Troy Pryor came to talk to us. Mm-hmm. You got a passion for acting. Yeah, I do. Where did Huge. that come from? Um, I don't know. I feel like my mom, like I always had like a very just creative and imaginative, imaginative mind, mm-hmm. right? And so I just, I always kind of like think in like just really just kind of abstract kind of mm-hmm. ways and thoughts and you know what I mean but it just dude it I uh shout out Nick again uh my best friend dude my brother um he convinced me my eighth grade year to uh do the plays right and like I've been doing football my whole life and it's like I can never like commit to a play or whatever yeah. and he's like dude it's your last like it's your last year of middle school before we go off to high school we're not going to the same high schools like let's do this and so I'm like all right fine and so we did two plays we did a like a small box play which is of mice and men um, with Miss Wilkinson, and it was freaking like the most like amazing fun time I had. Like I played George, he played Lenny, and like you know, just like going reviewing lines with him, and like just kind of scratching another part of my brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the most like it was just the, the the most fun I've I've had, you know what I mean? Outside of playing ball, you know what I mean? And just kind of like figuring out this like new you know version of myself and new kind of identity. You know that I had, and it was just like it was just so it was so dope, dude. It yeah. was so cool. And then transitioned um, after that play, we did of um, we did a musical. We did Beauty and the Beast, and I played Gaston. So okay. now it's like completely like polar opposite like characters, right? But um, dude, it was so it was so freaking cool playing that because it was like, dude, I was like so pushed out of my comfort zone. I was singing, I was dancing, like there was like routines and. After that, I was just like, dude, like this is this there's something to this. Like this is really awesome, um, and that's kind of where. But like before that, like I was big into like like modeling, like when I was younger and stuff like that. My mom would put me through or whatever. But yeah, dude. So that's kind of where it like really materialized. And um, now definitely a venture. I'm looking to go down. Um, you know, maybe after football and all that stuff. But, yeah. You know, we gotta see you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll we'll see what's going on with that. Yeah. No, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'd- I want to see it for sure because you know what I'm saying something. I ain't got to see none in person, so <laughs> we gotta make it happen for sure. We we right here by Chicago, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I agree. Hit up one of the theaters, yeah. off season maybe. No, I'm so dude, watch <laughs> a play, be in a play, whatever. Like, so, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm so game. Yeah, so game. No, that's what's up, man. For real, mm-hmm. like, I just can't wait to see what you continue to do in your future because I know it's gonna be bright, man. Yeah, um, I know you're gonna be in it, so yeah, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Eventually, we can't get rid of me now. Yeah, facts. no, for sure, <laughs> for sure, Tay, for sure. Um, All right, so I got I got one more question for you, man. Um, if you could give advice to either Little Ryan or if you could leave the viewers with one piece of advice, what would that advice be? Um, so 
this advice was given to me by a man that I greatly respect, a father figure of mine, like a mentor, just kind of everything in one, and also a coach. Um, uh, but it was to submit, invest, and believe. Submit yourself to the process. Now, that's whatever process, whether it be like, you know, your work or, you know, football or golf or whatever it is, right? Submit yourself completely to the process, right? Um, invest in the process. So invest yourself entirely in this process without the guarantees of success. Hmm. People are not willing to do that. That's you deep. know what I mean? Like, without, like, you can't invest, like, people cannot foresee themselves investing in something without the guarantee of them of them getting something back. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to be successful, you have to invest without the guarantee of success. I don't know if I'm going to get something back, but I'm going to pour everything I have into this because I, now that leads me to my third point, believe. Because I believe that the outcome that I want is going to come from it. So submit, invest, believe. And if you can apply that to anything, you can really apply that to anything. But if you if you apply that to your job, if you apply that to, you know what I'm saying, um, freaking arts and crafts, whatever it is, you know what I mean, you're going to find success on the other end of it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's kind of guided me. Um, and then another thing is, too, once again, by the, from the same person, uh, love God and love people. And I can't stress that enough, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, you love God, you love people, dude, your life will, will, will take care of itself. You know what I mean? I'm big into, you know, for people that are not necessarily religious, maybe spiritual or just believe in energies, whatever the case is, like, you know, you put out love, no matter if it's a stranger, no matter if you just met him, whatever it is, no matter, no matter if it's Jonathan behind the camera, like, you know what I mean? Love that guy. Love him up, mm -hmm. right? Because we're, we're here to love. You know, I'm not here to, to beef with you. I'm not here to hate. Show love, bro. Pour love into the universe. And I, I promise you it's going to be boatloads. Boatloads of love. Boatloads of, of just happiness and, and positivity and good vibes back to you. You know what I mean? And then love God, too. Because, you know, in, in my belief and respect everyone else's, but God's the center of everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it be, you know, relationships or football or family or whatever it is, God's at the center of it. Right. Mm -hmm. You love God, love God, proclaim God's word out loud and, you know, love God. And dude, and you just you're going to put yourself on the right path and the right track to go and be where you want to be. And don't get me wrong. I'm a sinner. I've messed up. I can't tell you amount the amount of times within relationships, within football, within just life in general. But if you that's we're, we're, we're imperfect creatures. So. We're supposed to mess up, mm -hmm. right? But it's not about the mess up. It's about how you bounce back. Mm -hmm. So in final, in, in closing, I guess, then it would be submit, invest, believe, and love people and love God. And everything else will kind of take care of itself. For sure. Those those two great pieces of advice right there, bro. That's, that's me, man. Like, I'm, just, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm not going to lie. getting chills just listening to that. I appreciate like, you, brother. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. Of course, dog. I love you, dog. I love appreciate you more, you having, family. Having you on, man. Hey, bro. To the, to the end of the, to the end of the road, bro. To the end of the road, bro. End of the line. Uh, I'm just, I can't wait, dog. And if you haven't bought your Rise Apparel, buy it now. That's my plug for you. Hey, that was hey, a nice plug, right? Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. drop. Right? Boom. <laughs>